oh my God, I am obsessed with the Empress by Vush. And vibrators a lot of times are too much for me. But the fact that this is a clitoral sucker has legitimately altered my masturbation experience. I love it because Ethan literally lifts up the hood and like suck, puts it on. It's our new favorite toy to use in the bedroom because it's small too. So I can keep it on there while we're like, you know, doing it. I can't believe you both have said the word clitoral sucker. That's what it is. It even fits in a little purse. It's super clutch. So Clitorati, you get 65% off if you use our promo code CLITTALK. You're welcome. 65% off. That's fucking huge. 65 fucking percent off. That's a lot of fucking percentages off. Yeah. I don't know how we did that for you guys, but we did. <laughs> yeah. we. I don't know either. I'm so sorry. I put my shirt back on you guys. I was tempted. to. I might take it off halfway through the interview. Um. So we just did an incredible exercise with Asti. Asti Marie. We just did a breast massage on camera with you. I got you naked. If you want to watch the video, go check us out on our Patreon where Clit Talk is confidential. Sign up for our VIP Clit Talk Confidential and you can see a video where I literally took my shirt off and gave myself a breast massage. This is a true story. I will say though, the breast massage was a very like relaxing, meditative, almost spiritual experience, even though it Mm -hmm. was nice and short, but it was, but yeah. There were topless, topless chicks in the video. Well, yeah. for me, I started off, I realized I started off very like clinical, almost like I was like giving myself a breast exam, like looking for like lumps or something. And then like halfway through, I'm like, oh, I could like cut my breasts more. And then by the end, I was actually more sensual with myself, mm-hmm. which I know we're going to talk about this more in the episode, but you talk about how women are disconnected from their own self-pleasure. And I just realized like even in that short thing, how more open and peaceful I felt mm-hmm. at the end. Like a mm-hmm. lot of times when I mash debate, it's just sort of like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Like I would love to say after 130 episodes of Clit Talk that I practice everything I preach, but I I don't spend enough time like turning myself on gently. And that breast massage, I think is a great, great beginner's way to start developing that relationship to yourself. It was really mm-hmm. profound for me. Yeah, I, um, you guys loved it. I did it over my clothes, Flitterati. So like, I love the tip that you actually don't even need to like touch yourself. You can energetically move the um, energy around because that's what I, I started getting further and further away, but more and more connected to my breasts. And then the other thing I noticed is I just wanted to go really fast in in the circles and I needed to Mm. like slow down, slow down and really connect. So... Yeah. Yeah. And for me, like I see this as an opportunity to like add into my pleasure practice. Absolutely. Um, You know, we talk about pleasure practices and all the different kinds. Um, And what I loved about this was it was short, sweet, but effective. Yeah. And we're like, we don't have time for pleasure. And it's like, you kind of have time for five minutes. Like sometimes I'm on the toilet checking Instagram for 15 minutes. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you, if you, so again, Clitorati, if you want to see that the video and the actual demonstration of how to do the exercise that we were just talking about, you can sign up for our Clit Talk Confidential. You are literally going to get into bed with us. There's going to be all raw behind the scenes video footage you get direct access to us. So click click the link in our show notes to sign up. It's only $11.11 a month. Angel and, numbers. Uh, angel numbers. Pussy, pussy. It's gonna be a good one today. Yes. 
I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For Your Wellness. Greetings, Glitterati. Today, I am reminiscent of the revered one, Mama Gina. It is where Clit Talk started reading Pussy a Reclamation. Mama Gina says a woman who owns her pussy owns her life. Isn't that right? Today, we have the sexuality expert who, quote, turns high-achieving women into sensual and desirable goddesses so that they can manifest confidence, desirability, passion, and a turn-on for life. Her book is beautifully written, really beautifully written, and the genuity pops right off the page. So without further ado, please welcome the author of Pleasure Codes, 33 Powerful Tips to Enhance and Heighten Your Orgasmic Potential, all the way from Australia, Asti. Marie. Oh, Yay. I'm so excited. Wow. We do that here. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm feeling yes. all yummy and juicy and open and ready to have these fun conversations now that we've done the well, breath massage. Yeah, yes. a group massage will do that. And I'm never calling it a mas- I'm sorry, I'm never calling it a massage again. I'm going to call it a massage because that's just way massage. sexier the yeah, way you it say it. It is. <laughs> I love it. It's really become my new favorite word. Wait, how do you say it? Massage. 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 It's so not sexy. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Anyways, um, so I was so excited to meet you, Asti. And we had a conversation before the episode. And one of the things that we really dug into was you actually have quite an incredible personal story. Um, about your journey of what got you here and some of the things that you went through past relationships and lack of Mm -hmm. certain things and um, past professions that um, really had you get here. Can you share with us a little bit about your journey of those experiences and what had you get to the, you know, you sitting here, this beautiful boss, you know, woman inside and out? Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's maybe, there's probably two huge parts to my journey. The first part was the relationships that I experienced growing up. So first of all, with my parents and my upbringing, I had no sex education at all. So I knew oh. I had no idea what I was doing when it came to my first few sexual experiences. And my kind of deep down belief was that it was my duty to please my partners. And I was happy if they were happy. Mm. And I was I was I was measuring measuring my level of worth of my ability to please them. So my first relationship, two years, didn't even have an orgasm. And it was never brought up in conversation. I don't even think he noticed. I don't even know if he cared. It was like, it just wasn't even, it just never got brought up. Wow. Um, my second relationship, I did have an orgasm. Woo, so we can celebrate that. Um, but it ended up being a really toxic and abusive relationship. Um, so I felt like within that relationship, I was... I always felt like I was too much because I was pole dancing and I was doing all these like sexy shows. He would actually come down to quote unquote support me. And he would stand in the corner of the room with his arms crossed, death staring any guy that came up to me Oh wow! and shaming me for what I was doing. So in that relationship, I always believed that I was too much. And at the end of that relationship, this is the second part of this journey. I, I went from pole dancing to stripping 
So I was a stripper for eight years now. I only left at the beginning of this year, but that was the biggest sexual empowerment journey for me. And that's where I really begun to understand how important this work is because the majority of the women that I would meet, if I said I was a stripper openly, I would be met with simultaneously them being like, oh my God, that's amazing. I love that you do that. Tell me more, but also being really judgmental. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while. It's like, that. oh, everyone wants to know more. They want to know all the nitty gritty details, but you can see on their faces, they're also like, ew, like gross. I can't believe you do that. And it took me a little mm-hmm. while to realize that I was just being a mirror for them to see where they need to accept their sexuality more. So they were relating wow. to me as a stripper in the same way that they were relating to their own sexual energy. We're all, we all want to tap into that sexual goddess within us, but we also shame it within ourselves. And as a large in society, that's how we relate to our sexuality as women. So that's mm. when the light bulb moment happened. And I was like, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to support women. Wow. That's really eloquently put. We don't judge you for sure. I wish I was a stripper sometimes. That's the I feel like we're the podcast equivalent of strippers though. Yeah. We kind of you know what I mean? Like, offs, like through audio. Yeah. Like we talk about we're audio strippers. <laughs> we're oh audio my God. Strippers. We kind of are. Because they're, we're, this is, yeah. So there's like a part of me that like I keep this from certain people in my life because I'm still afraid. I'm going through, I'm still in my journey, you know? Mm. Um, But the other interesting thing that I realized is that they were also reflecting back to me the insecurities that I had within myself being a stripper. mm. And at the beginning, I wasn't really sure. And I was like, I wasn't fully owning it because I didn't want to be judged. And the more that I was showing up like that, the more I would get judged. And eventually mm. I just chose to own it. And people would ask what I do and I'd be like, I'm a stripper. And because I was so like, this is what I do. Yeah. I don't care. There's no shame. And people would just say, oh, she doesn't care. Cool. And they accept it more. So it's Mm. crazy. It's mirroring both ways. I'm going to quote you from your book. A woman embodied in her wild sexual essence knows that her turn on isn't just something that occurs right before sex. It's always with her. It's essentially her turn on for life. And then the other thing you say is the more you explore and get to know your body and your unique pleasure map, the more familiar you'll become with journeying on your unique path to orgasm. And I just mm. think your your path is so interesting and in how you were able to open things up for other women, even though they may not have known it because they were too busy judging you. Oh, yeah. You could have impacted them like later in their own private life you know, when they were finally available to be vulnerable and open, you never know Mm. what difference you're making for people when you're vulnerably sharing your truth. Oh, for sure. Because when you've accepted your truth, you give permission to accept that part of themselves. If you're not judging yourself, then they know you're Mm. not going to judge them. So I have messages every day in my inbox, a lot of them starting off like, I've never told anyone this before, (laughs) but, and then I get all of these secrets. So I always we get a lot of those Yeah, totally. Well, we get a, we get a lot of the messages like I don't know who else to talk to about this. Well, yeah, because just That's because just like you said, like there was no sex education for you growing up. I think I think sex is still a taboo conversation in a lot of parts mm-hmm. of the world. Most for many of the people. world, I mm-hmm. most of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're this is a revolution. Women embracing their sexuality. I mean, it's it's 
it really only started 60 years ago, to be honest, of women really owning and openly talking about their sexuality. So this is still a new conversation and there's centuries of taboo and walls to break down. So totally, that's why there's endless conversations to have with this podcast. Right. And that's well, why what, what I, you guys are doing and just having a conversation is healing enough for some women because they'll listen to the three of you talking and they'll go, oh, well, they can talk about it. Right. And they're yeah. not being judged. Everyone's celebrating them. So I can do it too. So it's really right. incredible. Let's talk about your book a little bit. So it's it's 33 tips to enhance and heighten your organic potential. Yes. And so I, I know Katie has that. We all have a couple of our favorites, but I want to know, do you have like, if you were just, you know, telling someone about this, do you have one or two of the tips in there that are your favorites or what is like, what is the place for somebody who could really work? Where can they start in this conversation? I think a good starting place for the majority of women is to focus on embodiment. So what we did earlier with the breath massage, bringing our awareness from out here in our busy days, from out of our minds, out of our masculine go, 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 grind, hustle mindset into our bodies, where instead of doing all the things, we're just being with ourselves. So once Mm. you tap into your body, as I said in my book, your body is the home to your pleasure. And if you're not in your body, you're disconnected from pleasure and you're missing out on all the fun. Mm. So the majority of women, because we live in such a masculine world, we bring all of that into the bedroom with us. And instead of coming into the present moment and surrendering open to pleasure where again, like trying to chase orgasm and trying to um, pushing and pushing and pushing, trying to achieve an orgasm instead of surrendering open to it. And then we, Mm. as I said, miss out on all of the pleasure that's available to us. Or a lot of women end up in their heads the whole time where they're having sex and thinking about what they need to get done afterwards and the laundry and the kids and everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and something else that you said when we were talking that really resonated for me, you talked about how, I think a lot of people can relate to this, especially now with everything that's happening in the world, really just feeling like that that hamster on a wheel and they come from the place that, you know, oh, once I'm at a certain place, then I'll be happy. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of like your philosophy is sort of disrupting that. Can you dive a little deeper into your philosophy of like how coming back into embodiment and pleasures, like what, what kind of a difference have you seen that made for like the people that you've worked with? So I actually first noticed this in my own life. So when I first started my business, I was working in that way where I was like, I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to, I'm going to grind. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to get all the clients. And I had like a very narrow vision of how that was going to look like and how my success was going to show up. And I worked and I worked and I worked and I just worked myself into a standstill where I felt really depleted and really stressed out from it all. And once I decided to take a step back and just surrender, it's like my, my vision opened and all these other opportunities started coming my way before I was like, I need 10 clients and that's what my success is going to be. And when I took a step back, I was hosting retreats. I was getting flown overseas to talk mm. at events. I was hosting all sorts of things and then hosting group coaching programs as well. Um, and what I began, began to do was instead of saying, once I'm successful, then I'll be happy or well, then I'll give myself time and permission to enjoy myself I'll start with that and I began starting my day in pleasure doing little practices like the breast massage so that when I start my day when I'm talking to clients when I'm sending emails it all feels good and it's coming from a place that feels good 
and the people receiving me on the other end of the of the sessions or the emails can feel that. It mm. actually makes you a lot more productive as well. When you're stressed out, you're not very productive because your your focus isn't on point. But self-pleasure and masturbation, when you get those feel-good chemicals and hormones running through your body, you come into focus. So you can actually get a lot more done in a in shorter time. Mm-hmm. If you want behind-the-scenes access, ad-free episodes, extended interviews, how-tos, and a ton of other surprises, support Clit Talk by joining our Clit Talk Confidential Members Only, a private safe space for our clitorati. Go right now to patreon.com backslash Confidential. And for $11.11, you can get all this and so much more. You know that at Clit Talk, we have made a promise to only represent products that we authentically believe in and would personally use ourselves. That's why we're so excited to share Dr. Christy Funk's supplements with you. She's my mom's breast cancer doctor and is guiding my entire family to make better lifestyle choices to go with our genetics. I started using them myself and I love the fact that I know that they were created by a doctor who has personally put in the research so I know it's a quality product that I'm putting in my body. I mean, I'm all about biohacking health and I love to know that I can just have a cocktail and then take one of her Cosmo Companion supplements to offset the negative effects. I'm super excited for her multi-must-have. It's just like an awesome multivitamin. So ClitTalk signed up as an affiliate so that our Clitorati can get 10% off. So if you go to clittalkshow.com backslash discounts and just go there and get a discount because we're all going to be using them and so should you boom you're welcome i like see i've been so stressed out lately just a lot of things happening in my personal life and you know family members health and i i really that really resonates with me i've been so like unaligned and i do Mm -hmm. see like how a simple practice like the breast massager you were even saying that you know, it doesn't always even have to be masturbation, right? Like there are other forms of self-pleasure that mm-hmm. you can connect to if masturbation seems too overwhelming for somebody right now. Like what are mm-hmm. some other things that people can do to connect that aren't even necessarily masturbation? So breast massage is one of my favorites, but the other one, which is really simple, is just dancing, putting on music. Like we sit stagnant now at our desk for so long every day. If you just put on music and dance around and move your body, that will bring you back into your body and back into your pleasure. And it doesn't have mm. to be for long. I used to, when I lived alone, I used to dance all the time. It was mostly to Britney Spears. Yes. <laughs> I, feel like I, I feel like I need to do that again some more. Cooper and I dance all the time. We have a record player in our living room and he always Aww. wants to listen to it. So maybe that's my <laughs> signal that I need to just stop and dance and relax and reset. Yeah. I remember, Katie, one of the, your favorite parts that you got out of Mama Gina's book, Pussy Reclamation, was the swamping. Oh, you yeah. were obsessed. <laughs> I feel like as we've grown and as we've gotten busier with all of our independent careers in Clit Talk, like maybe we need to group swamp and group yeah. dance before our calls. Like what I'm hearing from this whole conversation is make time for pleasure, even if it's being silly for five minutes, putting on your yeah. favorite jam song. Like, let's just stop making excuses because we all have five yeah. minutes. Like, Or just make time to be embodied. Like, remember where your epicenter is. Like, I'm so disembodied right now. Like, this episode is honestly reminding me of Aww. everything I've learned. <laughs> I'm like so... I And you said earlier, like, let's just like accountability up. Like, I feel like that's something that for everyone listening, it's like, maybe don't do it alone. Like the three of us, we have the opportunity to add this to our shared calendar. Oh my God. Group. I'm 
totally adding it to our calendar. It's going to say breast massage. It'll be in all ours. But like okay. for anyone listening, if it sounds like daunting, it's like, don't do it alone. Like maybe buddy yeah. up with your BFF or something. And or start it- with Asti's book, mm-hmm. like Asti, your book, the way that it's laid out is so attainable and digestible. Like I told Katie, I was like, we, I really, you know, we need to look over this book before the episode. And she's like, I'm really busy. And then like, she called me the next day. She's like, I can't stop reading it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what I really loved about the way that you suffered it is you actually tell the readers how to read the book. Mm -hmm. And that's so helpful. (laughs) It's like, like, choose mm -hmm. your own adventure. Like, what do you, like, what, what do you gravitate towards first? Mm -hmm. It's almost like a coffee table book. You could just pick it up, flip to one page, read that that point in 10 seconds and you've got something out of it. Oh, I love that. I want, okay, I, I'm getting it. I want a hard copy for my desk. I'm going to, I'm going to get one for, for sure. Send me an address that. and I'll okay. send all three of you a copy. Oh my <laughs> okay, God. Perfect. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yay. Yay. <laughs> okay, cool. And, and for our Clitorati, obviously we're going to have links to where you can get her book and we'll be putting mm-hmm. it in our pleasure store and everything. So you, you guys can have the magic too. <laughs> and we'll do a free giveaway in our uh, Clitorati confidential Patreon. Yes, that would be fantastic. Okay, cool. Um, the other thing that I loved is you shared a success story about one of your clients that came to one of your your seminars. Would you mind sharing oh, that story? Because yeah. I thought that was so awesome. <laughs> to be honest, I can't, like I a part of me still can't believe that this is real. When she messaged me, I was like, "It's insane." So this was last year. I went to actually. It's really fascinating. It's quite bizarre, actually, because I got asked to speak at a like a corporate event. So it was very like businessy, and then I just had my own separate thing that was like sexuality and female empowerment. <laughs> so it was almost kind of weird that I was there anyway. It's like Chase Bank and Ashton Marie. God. But we did similar to what we've just done. We did like a little bit of shaking, so like letting go of like the funkiness and stress and heaviness that we're holding on to. And then I guided everyone into their bodies to do a little bit of movement, moving pleasure through their body. And it was really so simple. The practice was like five to 10 minutes. And I think it was just that we had all these open conversations, giving women permission to reclaim their sexuality that after that event, the next day a woman messaged me and said that she hadn't had an orgasm for seven years. And can on the you, way I'm home, sorry, I'm sorry. Can you imagine though? Yes. Like it's going to be seven years. Yeah. You know how they like, say like if you break a mirror, you have bad sex for seven years. Like maybe she broke a mirror or something, or didn't make eye contact. Or she didn't know what to ask for. Like I can totally relate to not having an orgasm for seven years. I didn't, really. Yeah, I never masturbated before starting wow. three years ago. So that That's wasn't really that intense. wasn't an experience that I was familiar with at all. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh dear. I don't know what anyway. the backstory is, but she said that on the way home, she didn't even make it home. She was driving her car on the freeway on the way home and she got really turned on, said that she pulled over and had an orgasm in the car. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. I that. That's a case study if I ever heard one. I know, it's right? Insane. And that's all from just coming back to your body. She had just yep. been so stressed out and work and business and up in her head, disconnected from everything. And just having that permission to reconnect just something in a well the thing that i love about this because i'm so career like focused right now i love that you draw the connection between becoming embodied and also being successful as a female Mm -hmm. in business and Mm -hmm. i know that you coach women to like you know to like six-figure success and i love that 
that parallel and that, that you're making that connection because I do think that the two go hand in hand. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like we've yeah. been saying, we think, oh, I need to like get all the clients or make all the money and then I'll feel successful and then I'll be happy and in love right. and whatever else. But if you ask yourself, how do I think that, how do I feel that I'll, how do I think I'm going to be feeling after I'm successful? And we have the ability to control how we're feeling and our emotions. So you can start living from that place today. And then instead of having to grind and hustle to get to where you want to be, you become a magnet. And everything comes mm. to you. The success comes to you. Okay. So the feminine, I always say this, the feminine doesn't get, she receives. When you show up in pleasure and in love and you're open, your heart's open, your pussy's open, you receive. You don't have to go out and chase things. All right. Mm-hmm. That, that is our, exactly what I want. The breast massage <laughs> in our calendar, I think this is missing. I think this I already this added it. It's already in there. I'm like not even kidding you. It's a fucking daily reminder now every day at 9 a.m. It's in our Are we calendar. hopping on Zoom and massaging our breasts together every morning at 9 a.m? Because I'm I down. Would. I'm down. I need that kind of support these days. Let it me tell is. you. I'll support you. It's like I already have a kid. I don't need two more. My nap time will be different than Cooper's <laughs> Um, I do want to share that today and yesterday were really uh, heavy days for me. So with my business last week, um, we had some major losses and some big client contracts didn't close. And I Monday came and I just felt like I need to recover. Like I'm actually sad. And in my masculine energy, I had to be resilient. And be like, okay, problem solved. All right, mm. this, all right, that. And then I had my weekend and my sister's birthday. And then legitimately, I woke up Monday sad, like almost mm. mourning over the loss. So I spent, I did a 45 minute masturbation Monday session with myself. And then today, um, I did like a 20 minute actually before our, our business call we had earlier, Lindsay and Katie, like 10, 10 minutes before I completed it. Because I recognized my energy was low and I wanted to be there with you guys and generating and makes a difference. I mean, I, I I don't normally spend like 45 minutes a day masturbating, but like until I'm like feeling really... Until I'm over mourning this loss, this business loss in a sense, like I need to carry my, my turn on throughout the week, you know? Yeah. So... I know. I, I really, just, I really should have taken my husband up on his offer to like... Fit in some sex this morning. I was like, no, I'm going to work. Bye. Aww. I think I, I think it threw off my whole day, to be honest. Well, I think the one of the other things that you guys are pointing to that I wanted to talk to Asti about is you're really passionate about setting boundaries. Yes. With with can you can you can you talk a little bit about that? Like with yourself? So boundaries are so important. And I love what what I really love about what I do is that everything that I teach around sexuality is also really important in life. So you can't get what you want in life unless you have boundaries to say no to what doesn't serve you and to say yes to what does. The same thing in sex. So a lot of women don't realize this, but unless you have the ability to say no, you'll never have a a strong yes. Because if you're saying yes all the time, your body doesn't trust you to say no when it's uncomfortable or when the situation feels toxic. So you need the safety of your ability to set boundaries to be able to to surrender open, to receive sexually and to receive pleasure. Um, And I find that's where 
the majority of the women that I work with struggle because that's in my own journey. We use our sexuality to please our men so that we feel worthy. We use it as a tool to keep their love. So before yeah. you can even begin setting boundaries, you have to work on self-love. So when you love yourself, you, you can say no to other people and yes to yourself. You're not afraid of turning them away because they're not going to take with them all of that love that they give to you. You're already full. Your cup's already full. No one can take that. You can never feel rejected. So then setting boundaries becomes easy. And then you feel safe. You can surrender and you cultivate more pleasure in sex and life from there. And when you really have self-love, that's when you really believe that you're worthy. And that is when you're in a space to receive. It's it's simple, exactly. not easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's more simple to explain. Yeah. 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 Well... Asti, thank you so much. I'm, you know, we all are so excited to have you here and we love your book and we love the coaching work that you're doing. And you are just, you, you show, I mean, we're only on like Zoom right now, but you're, you, you are embodied, I can tell. And it's been really inspirational for me personally to be around you and your energy. And thank you for the reminder for everyone who's listening, for all of us that, you know, pleasure is our, our North Star really in life, like Mama Gina says. Yeah. Um, So yeah, just thank you so much for your time. And where can our listeners connect to you? What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? So on my website, so astymarie.com or you can find me on Instagram, which is asti.marie. And do you have, and so you have the book obviously, and do you have Mm -hmm. any, you have other programs and coaching and do you have any upcoming seminars right now? So on my website, there's a couple of things. You can find my masterclasses. There's one that goes for an hour and it's all about orgasm. Just lots of juicy orgasm tips. I then have a four-week, actually two four-week programs. One's all about the heart, connecting to love and opening your heart space to receive more love. And one's about pleasure and the pussy. So de-armoring, sexual healing, and then cultivating pleasure. Amazing. So really yummy practices in there. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Um, this was awesome. Yeah. And um, yeah, well, I'll definitely be utilizing your book. So I'm really excited about that. (laughs) Um, And with that, Clitorati, we are going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clit Talk Show for your clip fix in between episodes.